Hey everyone, I need your attention for one minute. This is not one of those ads. This is something that has changed my entire life. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that this is all about personal development as the foundation for everything good in your life. And this podcast is now sponsored by Growth Day, which is the world's first all-in-one personal development app. I mean, oh my gosh, can you imagine having everything all in one place that you need to create the life that you want? Now you can. So if you've been struggling with your motivation, your mood, your productivity, or your purpose, you have to check this out. Growth Day helps you consciously change your life and achieve your potential. It has all the self-improvement tools, motivational classes, and life coaching all in one place. So many of us want to improve our lives, but the question is how? Where do we start? What do we use? How do you get unstuck? How do you make self-improvement stick? Well, research shows how. It's when you consistently journal, track your habits, set goals, learn from empowering mentors, and challenge yourself that you'll be happier, healthier, and more successful. But let me ask you something. Where do you actually do all of your personal development work? I have to tell you that over 300,000 people use Growth Day for a reason. It works. It's the world's number one software for self-improvement. Growth Day has an amazing mindset journal that I absolutely love, a habit tracker, and a goal-setting system. In fact, I bet if you went to my stories this week, you probably saw me using the journaling app and telling you to do it too, because it's the first time that journaling has ever actually stuck consistently in my life because of this app. And best of all, Growth Day has live inspirational classes every single week from the world's top motivational speakers and life coaches. These are people who have impacted my life in huge ways. These are mentors who I already knew and loved. In fact, this is something that's so huge for me, you guys. I personally teach a class in Growth Day every single month, and it is one of the most fun things that I get to do, and I'd love to see you there. These classes will truly shift your life. There's always something new that you will learn. So join me in 300,000 Achievers Growing Our Lives with actual real intention. Visit growthday.com slash Lori for a free trial. Yes, you can try this for free. So go to growthday.com slash Lori and go live your best life. You guys, that's growthday.com forward slash Lori. And I can't wait to see you there. Someone's always going to be disappointed or upset, but your mental health and your actual health is literally everything. So give yourself some grace, cancel a party if you need to, but if you cancel, don't feel guilty. Welcome to the Earn Your Happy Podcast. I'm Lori Harder, founder of The Bliss Project, three-time fitness world champion, fitness expert, and cover model turned self-love junkie, lifestyle entrepreneur, and author. Each week, I'll bring you a guest or a thought that will help you bust through your fears, connect to your soul, and get focused and clear so you can elevate your life, business, and relationships. We don't wait until we're ready for someone to tell us we're good enough. We take what we want and we anoint ourselves. Get ready to earn, own, and unapologetically rock your happiness every single day. Are you with me? Here we go. Welcome. 
Welcome back to another questionably awesome episode where my co-host Evans and I talk about all things that you might have thought were questionable to be awesome. And we prove that they're not. They truly are awesome. They're all awesome. (laughs) They're all awesome. But you guys, for real, this is a podcast episode that is very different from the other podcasts. This is where we pretty much uh, include anything that could be covered under a shenanigan. Yep. And we also like to throw a nugget of wisdom in there. So if you don't like to laugh, this is not... Yeah, just go to a serious one. Go to an interview. uh, Go to a quickie. But this one... This one is all about like, you should probably drink four beers before you listen to us. <laughs> I know it's 8 a.m. for many of four you right beers. now, but just go straight to the fridge and grab four Schlitzes. What's a Schlitz? I think it's a Midwestern beer. Oh, it sounds kind of light and refreshing. You want a Schlitz? Yeah. Hey, you want me to get you a Schlitz? Hey, did you already Schlitz this morning? <laughs> but I also feel like that's kind of like, oh, I've got Schlitz all over my shirt. <laughs> Is that a thing? I don't know. Schlitz, it's gonna, do you know what? What? I'm gonna make it a thing today. It's a thing. It's a thing now. Like if you spill, you've schlitz. Yeah, you've schlitz. If you've gone to the bathroom, you've schlitz. Yep. If you've, what could be something positive? Uh, I mean, those are all positive, clearly. You schlitz confetti all over the place. and Oh, I schlitzed. (laughs) Oh, Marianne schlitzed again. (laughs) This has so many meetings. I so hope it's not meetings. bad. I'm going to Google it. Oh, okay. guys, I want to know what your uh, favorite Schlitz is. So if you want to send us stories. Yeah. yeah. It just sure is a beer. I'm not gonna, I don't joke about beers that aren't beers. Yeah. No, it's 100% a beer. I recently watched. So, you know, when you're on an airplane, like, and it's a long yeah. ride. Mm-hmm. Like you start with movies that you're like, yeah, I'm interested in this. And all of a sudden you find yourself watching a beer documentary. Yes. I watched an entire 90-minute beer documentary and was so intrigued. And do you know you what did? I ended up doing? What? I ordered two beers during it. What? Yeah. Like, I've never ordered beer on a plane in my life. And I ordered, like, their fancy beer because I... How fun is that? It was super fun. And because they were going through, I believe it was mostly a documentary around the taste testers at Budweiser. And so each individual Budweiser brewery, this is actually quite interesting, has the top taste tester there who is like known for their palate. And what they do is at the end of every single year, one of the taste testers gets like crowned like the best taste tester in Budweiser. It's like a super huge honor. Wow. So they send in all of their samples of Budweiser at the end of the year. So all of these different breweries from all over the world all over the world. Yeah. Send in their samples and they get rated on, you know, fruitiness, acidity, like all of the things that they rate them on. Mm-hmm. And then they uh, basically go to bat- battle. So it's this huge thing about like trying to make the perfect Budweiser. But when you think about That's it, you just cool. think it all comes from one spot and it's all the same. And yeah, I just thought that was so cool. I'm like, oh my God, every single place has a different. And these taste testers are like, so their oh. palates are so, they have no idea what they're tasting. And mm-hmm. it's quite crazy because I there was one in, there was a brewery in Asia that like every year they kept coming back kind of with the same flavor notes over and over. And I thought mm-hmm. these tasters are that good that they have no idea what they're tasting and they are 
they know consistent in exactly what area has what flavors. And I also thought different areas like had different fl- like the person yeah. is tasting different notes. It's so weird. That's very complicated. It's so complicated. So anyway, That's you know cool. what? I'm going to challenge you to watch a documentary on something totally outside of your norm and yeah. just allow yourself to learn something new so that when you're at dinner with new people, you seem interesting. I love that. And I, it, Honestly, makes me want to have an ice cold beer right now today. Right now, you know what? Maybe next time we're gonna crack something open crack in the morning. Open a Budweiser I doesn't mean say, we have to drink all of it. Yeah, I mean if you want to. It. For me, it's kind of tough because if we cracked open a beer in the morning, it'd yeah. be like my third beer that morning. That's true. So. <laughs> Do love a beer in the morning? <laughs> no, <laughs> I am not gonna lie. I had a roommate who had an alcohol problem, and she oh, called no. it. Yeah. She called it going to the beach in the morning and she would crack open a beer in the shower. Oh, man. She'd say, off to the beach. And you're like, anyway, uh... if you want to know my background, that's about where I it did came have, from. We did a thing in college when you'd be getting ready for a party. You'd be like, oh, you want a beer for the shower? We thought oh, that was so sure. cool. Or like, we're drinking a beer in the shower. Yeah. What? Like, how are you going to shampoo your hair properly right. without a Budweiser in there? Exactly. Yeah. Now, yes. if I had a beer in the totally shower, I'd be toast. <laughs> Same. Like, I can't. Same. Somebody who is listening to this has recently had a beer in the shower. Yeah. Actually, I think probably not at all. Yeah. I think that's not my audience, actually. Probably not. (laughs) They've had a LaCroix in the shower. Oh, maybe. That sounds nice. Yeah, that does sound awfully refreshing. I might try that. Maybe maybe not in the winter, like hot cocoa in the shower might be nice sometimes. That's good. All right. So do we have a quote? Oh, yeah. Wait, what wait. have you been up to? Me? Yeah. Um, I felt a little, we were talking earlier, mm-hmm. feeling a little overwhelmed this holiday season. Yeah. Is that is that a new feeling for the holiday? Yeah. Because <laughs> I kind of feel like I just think of December and start hyperventilating. Me too. I'm like, you know what? I could really use a decorated paper bag right now. <laughs> to breathe into heavily? Oh, yeah. Yep. Heavily. <laughs> like... Sometimes I just start tripping out on the future and like, yes. oh my God, you got to be shitting me. I just went to a party. I have another party and another party and another party. Right. I'm already socially awkward. I know. Don't Same. make me face that every day. And then don't make me eat sugar. And I'm like, I wasn't going to drink cocktails last night. Totally and did. you do. Good Lord. And I went to a party last night, so well, I'm feeling it. And that's great. And then do you do the thing that I do, which is like the next day I'm like, I shouldn't have done that. Why do I always do this? That's the part that oh. actually kills me the most. So I'm trying to bring so much grace around that because that's it, it'll wake me up. I'll wake up at like 4 a.m. Like after doing something that I'm like, oh, I promised myself I wasn't going to do that. And I'm like, yeah. you know what? It's that t- I'm just trying to bring in so much grace because I can't do that to myself anymore. It's like, no. it's literally crushing my soul. Yeah, you're shame. It's we're shaming ourselves totally, and it's not. It doesn't help you make the next day better. No, it robs you of all your joy, all of your energy, all of those things. So I'm. Right. It's so funny because I've been waking up like that. Like I'll be in a bit of a panic, or I'll be super stressed out, and then I'm like, you know what? What are you gonna do? Are you gonna look back on your life and be like, you know, I'm so glad I didn't go to any parties or socialize or enjoy this time of year. Yeah, that sounds terrible. You're. We're gonna get back to our routine. Mm-hmm. We're gonna catch up on sleep. Yep. We're gonna you know, get back to our normal feelings and pant sizes. Exactly. My pants are a little tight right now. Guess what? Absolutely. They'll fit sometime. You know what? I look like a beautiful Christmas cupcake right now. Like a beautiful Christmas muffin. Me too. I'm like one of those bushy trees that's really, really like wide. 
Do you no. want to be a skinny tree? No, heck no. Nobody wants that. You want a lot of shade. You want a lot of exactly. branches. I want a lot of, I want a skirt on the bottom of yes. my tree. Very you know? fluffy. So that's what I'm working on. I agree. As my mom said to me the other day, she was like, you know what? There, there will always be laundry to be done. Yeah. So it's like, go to the dang party. It's so true. There will all, you will, you will get back into your routine. Don't even worry. That's what January is all about. In yeah. fact, I would like to argue that your next year and your setup for next year would not feel the same and you wouldn't have the desire to want to create something to get back on track, to be excited about like getting very mm -hmm. focused if you didn't have time to just kind of be so out of your normal routine. Great point. Like if this was like three months ago and I was like, yeah, I'm about to like, you know, change something or go hard on my normal routine. I'd be like, no, that's what I've been doing. Yeah. Boring. So, yeah. You got to swing that pendulum. You really, really do. Right. So you know what? We be swinging. We be swinging really hard right now. Yeah, exactly. And I'm sure everybody listening is swinging pretty hard too. So <laughs> they're swinging their hands at the station. At the station. You know, like turning the knob. Still don't get it. I don't know. <laughs> do you, you know, want a quote? Chris always tells me the best jokes are the ones you have to explain. So <laughs> that was a terrible joke. So we'll just move on from it. I think I'm going to hope to get it later this yeah. afternoon. <laughs> I don't know. I it like that. Bad. Thank you. Here's, here's the thing about jokes, you guys. I tell this to Chris all the time. I say that funny people are the most brave people, which you're yeah. one of the most funny people I know, because you have to put it out there. And yeah. it's not going to land. Like, not. totally. Someone was just uh, speaking at our mastermind and he was a uh, stand-up comedian. He goes, you know, in order to be great, you have to be willing to bomb. And he goes, I had to be so willing to bomb and bomb all the time as a comedian. He goes, because I oh, wouldn't, man. you don't know what lands ever. Right. So don't use that one again. I just, you know, what? I'll put that <laughs> in the back pocket for never. <laughs> It's never coming back. Somebody on here, many people on here got it and they're just, no, they're like, God, thank God that's over. <laughs> do you have a quote? Wait, yeah. review. Oh, what do yeah. we do first? Do we? I think we do quotes first, yeah. don't we? So, somebody, people are listening going, these dumbasses never know what they're doing. You know, which I hope it, I hope it empowers you to know that you can do anything. Right. You don't have to stick to a routine. That's why we're pretending we don't know. Go ahead. Exactly. My quote is from Maya Angelou. If you're always trying to be normal, you will never know how amazing you can be. Ooh, doesn't that just talk about what we just said? Yes. Yeah, if you're always trying to make sure that things land and you're funny, you'll never actually be the funniest version of Evans. Right. Just be yourself. Be you. Be you. Not to be confused with P.U. Do you remember saying P.U. all the time as a child? Yes. P.U. What did that even... It means it's that, so stinky. I know, but like, why is it P.U.? Does that, is it initials? Is it P-U, the letter P and U? P? P-U. I might have to Google that. Anyway. You look that up while I okay. give my quote. This is from Rumi. And Ooh. I have a Rumi quote on my arm, actually. Yeah. So let's give another Rumi quote. Okay. All right. I'm going to get questions about what the Rumi quote on my arm is. It is, there is a voice that doesn't use words. Listen. All right. Ooh. This quote, though, from Rumi is sorrow prepares you for joy. It violently sweeps everything out of your house so that new joy can find space to enter. It shakes the yellow leaves from the bow of your heart so that fresh green leaves can grow in their place. It pulls up the rotten roots so that new roots hidden beneath have room to grow. 
Whatever sorrow shakes from your heart, far better things will take their place. I love that. It's so beautiful because contrast is what makes things what they are. Mm-hmm. Contrast is what makes you experience joy. So exactly. whenever I'm in a place where I'm like wishing it away, I'm like, oh, this is, yes. Do I, is it ideal to be sitting in this space for a long period of time or a year or two? No, right. but my God, a good year must be coming. I had, I had so many years like that where, you know, once you have like a really great year mm-hmm. and you're like, whoa, like things are just happening. You feel really good. There's a lot of great things entering. Sometimes you get like a three or four year period. Yeah. Where it's just, you're kind of living and you're creating joy and you need to, those years are teaching you to get really present and be happy with what is and accept right. what is because it can't always be highs. Nope. Yeah. When you're in the trenches, sometimes it's hard to see like, oh, am I ever going to get out of this? But you're creating totally something. how it feels. You are. You're totally creating something. You're becoming something. Exactly. Like you are becoming that beautiful diamond under pressure. Oh yeah. You know? We love a diamond. We love a good diamond. Actually, things are changing with diamonds. Yeah, you don't need a diamond. You don't. And people are getting, what is it called? The It's a new version of a diamond. Oh, the ones they make? Yeah. I think that's really cool. Yeah, totally. Like because... why why would you spend so much money on a diamond anymore? Now, if people love it, great. If that has yes. meaning for them, spend away. But if you could get a larger stone, if that's what you want, like a big, beautiful ring of whatever. Right. Then totally... Do that. You can now. do anything you want now. Whatever you want. You Doesn't can buy yours. You can in, get engaged to yourself. You know what? Can I still do that? Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to ask myself out yeah. later. I might buy myself a new fake diamond ring. Me too, because you know what? We deserve it. And you know what? I have a right hand. Me too. That one's for me. Be like, this one was for Chris. This one's, this one's for me. for me. Yeah. What do we have? A review of the week? Oh, we have a review of the week and it is from... Carl Bird. Mm. Carl Bird 18. It's it's really nice. The Earn Your Happy podcast is the fuel for my fire and never fails to bring me a spark of joy into life. A big spark. Every Wednesday morning, Lori and Evans join me for my morning workout, motivating me to keep working on my dreams in their fun and silly ways. (laughs) On more than one occasion, people stop to ask me why I'm smiling and giggling so much during my workout. And I love to (laughs) recommend the podcast to them. My friends and I have inside jokes inspired by Lori and Evans' witty conversation parentheses juggernaut. <laughs> I feel like we're all one big tribe cheering each other on, cheering each other's dreams and celebrating our authenticity. Wow. Whenever I'm feeling anxious or down on myself, I'll revisit Lori's quickies for an instant dose of motivation or the questionably awesome episodes to remind me that life isn't, is meant to be enjoyed. I have it in my vision board to one day meet Lori and Evans and attend the Bliss Project. What? Oh, happening. Thank you for shining and sharing your irreplaceable awesomeness. Awesomeness. Chelsea Bird. <gasps> Chelsea Bird. Chelsea Bird. That's freaking amazing. That Chelsea was... Bird. Chelsea Bird, I'm about to do something crazy. What? What are you gonna you're do? Co- you're coming, you're coming to Bliss Evans. I know. Chelsea Bird, if you write customer service, <gasps> I'm gonna give you free Bliss tickets. Stop it right now. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm totally serious. I loved that so much. And why not? This is like Oprah. <laughs> Chelsea Bird, you don't get a car, but you get a Bliss Project ticket. So you better write this in. Oh my gosh. And if you're working out right now, I want you to just drop it like it's hot for everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Drop it down low and be like, you juggernaut you. I hope we get to meet you. I can't wait to meet Chelsea Bird. Chelsea Bird, 
This ticket is non-transferable if you can't make it. Yeah, get your butt <laughs> so get to your butt there. Marina Del Rey. Marina Del Rey. Hey, what are you excited about Bliss this year? Oh, I'm really excited about everyone that comes. Yeah. Because you get to meet so many wonderful women. Mm-hmm. And um, I just can't wait to see what you do this year. I can't wait to find out what that is. I know. <laughs> great. It's going to be so good. It's crazy. Once I get into the, I used to like stress so hard. Like, I don't know what the beginning is yet, but once I get into the vortex of like switching gears, cause right now there's just so many different things leading up to it. Like I still have right. event love to focus on. I'm in that vortex. Mm-hmm. I have learned so much about what it actually means to trust that you are supported because yeah. I know that once I mentally switch gears into planning for it, everything mm-hmm. opens up and things start flowing to me. It's just that I'm not opening right. that channel yet. Because it's too much all at once. So yeah. anyway, for anybody who uh, you know is planning something or worried that they're not going to know or they don't know, it's simply because that's not it's not time yet and it's not your focus yet. So once exactly. you shift into those gears and focus on, it, it's about focusing on what is present now. Mm-hmm. So if your thing is not present now, there, that's a big reason why it's not like everything's not flowing to you. But it will, and you have to have faith on that one. So I love that. What's our question? Okay, well, these are all about joy. And this is from at al.lands. What do you do when you feel like nothing is joyful? What do you do when you feel like nothing's joyful? I liked this question because everyone has been there, I think. Mm -hmm. And I feel like you're your best advocate. Mm -hmm. So for me, I kind of have a little checklist of like, am I doing all the things? Like, am I eating well? Am I sleeping? Am I taking care of myself. And then if it's like, oh, this feels like a heavier thing. Mm. I can, I'm not a medical professional, but for me, like seeking professional help has helped me in the past. If it's like, wow, I'm really low. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if it's something like that, Mm -hmm. but I would encourage that person to seek that kind of help if they think that would help them. Or is it like a little teeny tiny twist of things where maybe you just need to get more sleep and maybe you need to talk to your boss about your workload or something like that. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Those are a million good things. That is, I think that's probably the best place to start is a self-assessment. How, honestly, a question I ask is like, how much help do I need? Mm -hmm. Is this a Chris thing that I could talk to him about? Is this a friend thing? Do I need to call in like a friend circle? Do I need to get really vulnerable if I don't feel like I have the right people in my life to ask this question? And like either reach out to somebody, (laughs) reach out to a therapist. Do I need to reach out to a coach? What do I need? Like, because we cannot do it alone. I remember there was a point where I, this was, this was a while back. I was in my early twenties, but there was a point where I felt so out of control with food Mm -hmm. that I was like, if I don't call somebody in, this is like a serious, it felt like a serious, like disorder. Like I could not, and I couldn't get out myself. So I needed to call in coaches and friends and like share what I was struggling with. Mm -hmm. Just, it was such a massive cycle of binge eating that it was like, I didn't know how to get out myself. So it doesn't matter what it is. That was one thing that I knew I was literally in the gym and I was just like breaking down because I was like, I can't go on my life like this, like fearing food, not enjoying food, not enjoying social settings. Mm -hmm. So I think for that, I knew I needed help. I was like, I need to you can seek just, help. You can just tell. I think you you know when you when something's not right. I was in the same cycle again over and over. it was like a Monday and I just hated myself. Like mm-hmm. and I couldn't 
I was like, I can't live with this loathing. This is horrendous. So see, like seeking help. That's just one example. I have multiple, multiple moments like that where I'm like very aware that I'm not going to dig myself out of this one by myself. So, and it's so crazy to me that we think we're supposed to do it alone. Like, holy crap. How can we be on this planet? That's just like bursting at the seams with human beings. Mm -hmm. And we're isolating more and more and more. And we are so meant to be tribal. Like we would not have survived in the past. That's the problem with so much, you know, just with social media is a huge blessing, but that's the problem with so much technology and social media is we are able to now live without people. But I would argue that we might be physically here, but emotionally we're dead. I agree. So don't do that to yourself. Don't cut yourself off. It is a journey just to start collecting, gathering, and meeting people. But hasn't it just changed your life? Yes. Like even these Thursdays have changed my life. Me too. It's the best. It really like just the the connection and the reminder of who I am at the core. Mm -hmm. Clearly a very funny person. Yeah. An amazing human. Same with you. (laughs) Exactly. Funniest person ever. Funniest person ever. You need that reminder Mm -hmm. once a week. Exactly. Support yourself. Support yourself. Do it. Because ain't nobody going to come do it for you. Unfortunately, no. No. Not even, but... not even your husband. Nope. Especially if you're relying on your partner, <laughs> your mom, or yeah. your children. You're super foobard. Right. Do you remember that word? What's People... super foobard? Like it's supposed to be like effed. Oh, super yeah. foobard. Yes, you are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know where that came from. Mental library of sorts. I like Probably it. the Midwest. It... Do you have another cue? Oh, yeah. This is from at... Brit Galpew. Grit Galpew? Sorry. I really mispronounced that. How do you help find joy within? How do you help people find joy within themselves and stop relying on you for their joy? Well, dang. Whoa, Brittany. Mm. This one's hitting, hitting close hitting the to the homestead. Yeah. This has super been in my past, but very much also, it can still arise sometimes now. Mm-hmm. So how do you say that? Say that again so I can clarify. How do you help other people find their joy when they're relying on you? Yes. This is going to be one of the hardest things that you will hear. Okay. And that is sometimes you have to create a massive boundary, mm-hmm. remove yourself from the situation and not be there for them in the same way that you were. Yeah. Not let them lean on you. Because they're leaning because you're allowing it. Because you're showing up as a constant pillar and something in your life, energy, or way of acting is telling them that they can lean on you and you will show up or support them in that way. So this is completely an ownership thing of, oh, I continue to allow them to throw this burden of me being their purpose and joy. And it's going to require either a conversation or an energetic cutoff and also a physical cutoff. Meaning Mm -hmm. like if they're texting you, if they're saying things like, I don't see you enough. Why? When when you're seeing them, you have to tell them why that makes you feel a certain way. Like, you know what? Life is busy. I love you. I want to support you. But when you say this, sometimes I can feel this is how it can make me feel. Whether you are meaning to do that or not, I understand that you may not be meaning to make me feel that way at all, but it makes me feel like I'm not enough for you. 
and I'm, you know, focused on X, Y, and Z right now. I love you. What's a way that we could, um, you know, have a win-win conversation and see each other and see if we can compromise on that, you know, something around that. Yeah. How about for you? Have you ever had a loved one, your mom, your dad, a spouse, a friend, Mm -hmm. a friend from the past, like really rely on you for their joy? Yes. I think this happened as when I got married, I had to remind my, or one of my older friends who's like my mom's age Mm -hmm. had to remind me like, you're not responsible for other people's happiness. Yeah. So you can't be like, oh, why isn't this person having a good time? Or why aren't they more joyful or da, 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 da. And it's not up to you. You can't take that. What is that? A burden? Yeah. Yeah. It's a huge burden. Mm -hmm. And if someone's relying on you, like that's on them. Totally. I don't don't know how to stop it. I think it's just kind of mentally checking in with yourself and Mm -hmm. giving yourself some space from them. You know, I've literally a million percent. I've had to sit at like dinners, lunches, whatever that looks like Mm -hmm. with a big group of people, whether it's family or friends or whatever, where there is one person who is not having any fun and the whole group is having fun. Right. And here's where what I used to do. And here's where what I still fall into the trap of. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge people pleaser. I want to make sure that person is okay. I take it on as my responsibility, just like you just said. Right. And what would normally happen is I would take my focus away from having fun and all the joy that I'm having with everyone else. And I would focus... I would just hone in on that one person. Yes. I'd start to be like, what's wrong? I'd start not not even say what's wrong. I'd start to try to make them laugh. I'd put all of my energy into making them have a better experience. Oh yeah. And they wouldn't. Or I'd put all my focus there, even though maybe I'm still talking to other people. All of my focus would be like, they're not having fun. Oh my God, I feel their energy. Oh my gosh, yes. this is awful. Oh, this is ruining my time. Why aren't they having fun? This is terrible. And maybe they're sitting there with their arms crossed and I'm just like so bent out of shape over this one person not having a good time. And then I talk about it in the car on the ride home. And then I carry it the next day. I'm not doing that anymore. Like I, it happens quite often in different situations, whether that's, you know, just in your business life or whatever that is, Mm -hmm. what you focus on is what you experience and you cannot control or take the responsibility no matter what, no matter where you are. If you are showing up in a way that is positive and you've done your work and you've maybe maybe the party is your party if you know that you've done what you can to create a good environment right. it is not your job to be the person who makes sure someone is feeling included it's so hard it's literally not like if you've done your work on like inviting people like getting people to go like going up and talking to them once or whatever that looks like yes. it is not your job to go around and hold their hand or make sure that they are okay like so true. i am going to Ignore it Mm -hmm. the best that I can. That's all you can do. You can only do so much. I'm not going to let it rob me of my joy anymore. Yeah. It's not like you have to be a mean person. You included them. You invited them. You're surrounded by joyful people. Yep. Then it's like, hey, it's up to you to to choose joy or not in this moment. Totally. Or that one person who always like needs attention. And if they're not getting the attention, they pout. (sighs) Yes. Yeah. That one. Yep. Cutting you off. Cutting you off. Sorry. I've been there before too. Yeah. I've been the person who's a powder. <laughs> uh, me too. So as much as I'm preaching, I'm also preaching to myself. Me too. Because I definitely do that with Adam. I'm like, why aren't you paying attention to me? Oh yeah. That oh, used to be a gross. huge thing in the beginning of Chris and I's marriage. I was just like needed. Oh, it was bad. 
Oh, real bad. It's so silly. Now I'm just like, oh, he he energetically cuts me off. So I'm like, oh, I actually know that now when I act that way, I'm like getting cut off quick. Right. So he taught me that he was not going to reward my shitty ass behavior. Yeah. So you need to teach that person. And look at now right. we now I do not do that anymore in our marriage, like ever. Mm-hmm. So now. Like that is what you will do for that person. In the beginning, it's going to feel terrible. You're going to feel like a massive asshole. Yeah, but you're not. You're not. You're actually teaching them that you're not going to reward that behavior by giving them attention. That's what happens. That's why uh, a toddler or a child keeps acting out as if you keep rewarding that attention. Now, I don't have kids. So someone with kids is like, you're an idiot. I don't I don't have kids either, but I've seen it happen. <laughs> That's like rewarding my dog yeah. for whenever she goes to the kitchen, I give her a treat now because I she's now trained me that she keeps barking at me and I give in. Yeah. And if I wouldn't have given in, like my brother-in-law Nick comes over and he's like, You are this is ridiculous. You're so yeah. your dog has you trained. Cause he, you know, is such a like He's a good dog dad. He's a good dog Discipline. dad. Very disciplined. The dog is so good. Waffles, on the other hand, runs my show. So does George. He runs my life. Oh, for sure. And she she has now, Evans, started barking at me at night. Like for around. Oh, yeah. So then I go get her one. And then I sit down and then she starts growling and barking at me. Are you serious? It's It's got to stop. I don't think it should stop though because Waffles deserves all the treats. <laughs> I totally agree. I yell at her. I go, why are you bullying me? And then she does it more and I go get more treats. Yeah, because she's just so dang cute. So if this is a telltale sign of what I'll be like with my children, it's going to be, be a great bad. parent. Yeah, it's going to be real bad. Well, what do you think? What do you think? Are we done? What are we doing? <laughs> you know, let's go to some wisdom. Oh, you should go first this time. Ah, I always go first. I feel like I feel like What's that's your why. wisdom around joy in the holiday season? It's the holiday mm. season. Do 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 meaning Um Hickory Dock, I believe they say in there. Hickory Dickory Dock? Like who says Hickory Dock? Oh yeah. Don't forget to wind back your clocks. They don't say that. Someone's like, that's not what they say. Um, But all right. Yeah, I like it. I liked it. Um, Joy around the holiday season. Damn, give yourself some grace. Because if you have 5, 10, 20 extra pounds on, enjoy your life. Mm -hmm. You could die tomorrow. Just being, I'm just being honest. Like yeah. we do not take the it serious enough that our lives do not last that long, and nobody gives a rip about if you're if you've gained a couple pounds or yeah, you know how you show up at the party. Can't and you know what else? Cancel a party if you need to. To be honest Amen. with you, nobody actually cares if you're there or not. Sorry. Right. Sorry, we don't care if you're there or not. It's true. Like when people cancel on me for parties, I'm a little disappointed for like 30 seconds. And then I'm like, great. The people who are there are going to be great. Right. And if someone is disappointed or upset, like it does, someone's always going to be disappointed or upset. But your mental health and your actual health is literally everything. So give yourself some grace. Cancel a party if you need to. Um, yeah. But if you cancel, don't feel guilty. If you know you're going to sit home on the couch feeling more guilty than if you went, like worse at home than if you went, just go. Yeah, just go. Buck up, put your ornament underwear on and yep. get your ass out there. 
those ornament undies will really help. Yeah, totally. And like we said, if it's an awkward situation, you toot and walk away. Yeah, you just get diarrhea. <laughs> That's a great way to get out of a party. Just be like, I got diarrhea. Yeah, to Cheryl. be totally honest. And if you really want to actually get diarrhea, you could, there's a stuff that I take, it's called Calm. The dose is one teaspoon, but you could take like four, four teaspoons. But don't do that. Well, if you really want to get out of it and be like, no, no. No, I really real. have it. Like some people uh -uh. are on here like, I can't lie like that. So oh, yeah. if you want to create, a, <laughs> if you want to create a truth, by the way, if you're going to ask me about calm, it is the world's best like method to go to the bathroom in the morning and to fall asleep at night. Because what's in oh, it? Yeah. I can't remember what's in it. Some um, kind of starts with an M. Magnesium? Magnesium. So it's like you can get it at Whole Foods. This is not an ad, but my God, yeah. I wonder if they'd sponsor the podcast. Wouldn't that just be the best if a poop inducer yes. sponsors Questionably Awesome? Yes, because I think it's very on brand. It's so on brand. It's so on brand. And then maybe we could also find a natural poop spray. Yeah. So it goes hand in hand. It could be like, we're going to give you a treat and we're going to cover that treat up. Yes. With, and this time of year, there's a lot of pooping going there on. There is. And maybe we could find something, a poop spray that smells like gingerbread cookies. Warm gingerbread cookies. That does not. I don't like that. Oh, well, the heat is provided by you. I don't like that. <laughs> She just wants to stop talking about it. But wouldn't that be nice? They're like, did yeah. you? Wait, that's the bathroom. But were you baking? Were you baking some gingerbread in there? As a matter of fact, I did. <laughs> you know, we could start calling it the, the bakery. Chris calls it the woodshed. What? He's like, did you visit the woodshed? And I'm like, absolutely. I made Chris lots of carvings today. The woodshed. That is the most ridiculous thing. And I love it. <laughs> it's so stupid and awful and amazing. So Just anyway, yeah, I'm like, yep. <laughs> did we meet our quota for a poop talk today? We just did. Oh, good job. Ding. Good job. Ding. We need a meter. <laughs> all right, guys. So um, I'm so, so grateful for all of the people who have stayed on this long. I know. You guys deserve a medal. You really do. Uh, and until next time, make it questionably awesome. Yeah. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Thank you guys so much for spending this time with me on the Earn Your Happy podcast. I am so glad that you stopped by. If you could take one second to share this episode with someone you think would love it, that would be absolutely amazing and we would be forever grateful. Also, please leave us a review if you feel so moved by going to iTunes and leaving us an honest thought and honest comment. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you want to hear more of. It would really help us out on our journey to helping thousands and thousands of people. Until then, don't forget to earn your happy. Thanks again, guys. Bye-bye. Want to know a huge secret to my success? Okay, not only my success, but just about every single person that I have interviewed on this podcast who is successful has this in common. You guys, they love to journal. They capture their life lessons and what they're grateful for. But a lot of people don't keep this up consistently. And most people do know that the research shows that journaling deepens your gratitude and increases self-awareness. But did you also know that journaling decreases stress and helps you achieve your goals faster? 
In fact, journaling is a huge differentiator between average performers at work and high performing people. It leads to longer term clarity, confidence, and success. So why don't more people journal? Why didn't I journal consistently? Honestly, they don't like staring at a blank page. It's hard to carry a book around with you or a notepad, and they just don't even know what to write about, or they just forget. That's why I know that you're going to love Growth Day. It's the world's number one system for self-improvement, and it's like all-in-one personal development in an app. And it has an awesome digital journal, and people love it. Growth Day's digital journal has hundreds of research-backed writing prompts for self-reflection, positive mindset, confidence building, and success. I use them all the time, and it makes me think in ways that I typically don't, and it makes me ask myself better questions, which we all know gets better results in our lives life. It even has prompts that help you develop a daily, weekly, or monthly habit of reflecting on your life and identifying areas to grow. So it's a perfect time of year to start journaling, you guys. When you sign up at Growth Day, you also get systems for habit tracking, goal setting, and scoring and improving every area of your life. Best of all, I get to teach there too, you guys. I'm so excited. I hope that I get to see you. I teach live in Growth Day every single month with a new topic just for you. So join me there. Start your free trial at growthdate.com slash Lori. Hey, do you know what the big secret is this year? And it shouldn't be a secret because this should be your biggest focus. It is building your community. I am always working on building and nurturing my community and everyone is talking about the power of community without an online community you just cannot grow organically or create a real movement which is what i know that we're all after and you can build trust or monetize your audience when you get community right not only does your audience grow faster but so do your sales but where's everybody gonna be managing their communities these days? And a lot of online entrepreneurs and thought leaders are turning to Circle.so. Circle is an all-in-one community platform. It lets you host content and create discussions, live streams, group chats, and memberships all under your own brand. And what's so cool about Circle.so is that you don't even need a website or Facebook group. Instead, Circle lets you build your own community site where you can host content and manage your members. You can even create locked and unlocked content spaces, groups, and classes. How freaking cool is that? You can put your content behind a paywall too, and you can charge different amounts of money for different spaces on your community site. Circle.so is famously easy to use, and it has a free 14-day trial for you, so you can go check it out, see if you like it, see if you love all the options. Just go to circle.so. Go check it out right now, you guys. Imagine being able to manage your community, start group chats and live classes, and accept payments all in one place. Kind of mind-blowing since this is usually spread all over the place. You have to log into so many different things. If this is the year to capture, organize, and monetize your community, head over to circle.so. You can get a free trial and start building your online community right now. Just go to circle.so. You guys, you get the 14-day free trial. So just go and see if it's for you. It's going to streamline everything and make your life so much easier. It's so freaking cool.
Hey y'all, I'm so excited to share with you, Earn Your Happy is now part of Growth Day Podcast Network. A bunch of us are coming together to bring more growth to the world and support shows and brands that we truly believe in. And one of my friends is also on the network and I'd love for you to go subscribe to his show. You guys, Trent Shelton has the most incredible podcast. It's called Straight Up with Trent Shelton. And it's going to remind you that you are built for this. I have heard Trent speak in person multiple times. I've listened to his podcast a ton. He's coming on the show and I literally cannot wait because this man just spits straight fire. It is like truth that goes to your core and makes you take action right away. If you want one of those podcasts that when you're just out on a walk, you can't help but want to start running and run through a wall in your life, this is the show to go listen to. So you guys make sure that you go subscribe to the show straight up with Trent Shelton. You're going to love it.